Welcome to Witches Brew. I'm Jordan. And I'm Emma. And we're the hosts of this Mystic Pod. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Hi, lady. How are you? Welcome back. Good. How are you? Oh, I'm, I am a little sick and hoping yeah. I don't have COVID, Fingers but other crossed. than that, yeah, other than that, perfect. Uh, I mean, <laughs> how are you? We were just you? talking about how crazy, like, we're so close to having everyone be able to get the vaccine, and it just, it would suck to, like, get COVID right before yeah. you're able to get the vaccine. I would actually be livid. That would just like, be the worst thing ever, honestly. Well, and it's, you know, Andy and I have both had, like, very like minor sicknesses yeah. throughout the year and we I've gotten well Andy hasn't because he literally never gets sick which is why <laughs> I think it might be COVID because he is sick Aww. and um I've gotten tested I think three times for COVID and like all of the times it was never COVID yeah and like Andy kind of got sick and we were like okay like we'll watch it we'll be careful whatever yeah and then last night he completely lost his sense of smell oh, and that's taste scary. so See, that's the key that's the key right there because a lot of people like it's hard to tell usually because like symptoms are so weird and different but like yeah what is the taste and the smell that's like the key where it's like that could be it I so know. that's super scary and- I really hope not though you have to keep me updated yes I will keep you updated yes. I hope not but I'm here we Luckily, we can work from the safety of our homes, yes. so even if I have it and I'm trapped in my house for two weeks again, it'll be fine. We can work, work through it, but it's yes. like, it's crazy we're back. It feels like forever since we have recorded. I know. I know. Last week's episode was like the year anniversary, and this is actually, I think this is the actual, like, year, like, the real, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was earlier than this, but, I don't, like, yeah. Andy and I were supposed to go on vacation last year, and it was right around, like, the 17th okay. that we would have been arriving, yeah. so it's just, like, oh, it's so aggravating. I know, isn't that crazy? Like, a whole year. I, I can't even believe it. It's so it's strange. definitely the fastest year oh, yeah. I've ever fast seen. Fast, but then slow. The yeah, slow yeah. at some points, but then, like, weirdly fast, and it's just yeah. all a blur. Um... But we're just continuing to move along. It's crazy thinking back because I remember being two weeks in and being like, "Yeah, oh my god, oh my god, how long could this last? Could this last a month? Could it right? last two months? I, okay, oh my yeah. god. I don't know about you, but I thought that like when they were talking about when it started last March and like the quarantine, and then thinking about summer, I remember thinking that was crazy. I'm like, how could it last that long? Yeah, they and then, they kept projecting like, oh, it'll be it'll be gone by summer. The the heat like, will get we'll get rid of it. Yeah. And we were like, oh my god, that's such a long time to wait. And now we're here. It's just weird, later. like how your thought, like once you're told something, and you just like you really start believing it, and it's like this like mass like believe like everyone just believes in it and like they continue to tell you things in the media yeah. and then you just like follow oh. along and we I'm, all fall prey to it i mean honestly though thank god we didn't know yeah no yeah <laughs> it's, it's better not to i know think sometimes. we would have all been way more depressed than we even like already were that's true ignorance is bliss sometimes <laughs> yes so, sometimes it is i i rarely think so but yeah. in this scenario i think it's true <laughs> yeah well how have you been besides that like any any updates in your life besides scary possible covid um not really i've just been um oh my god i actually kind of witchy like topic so i guess i'll talk about it yeah you have spiritual or anything or like mystic but um you know that i watch a lot of like witchy people on tiktok and just like videos and stuff and like 
obviously a lot of the stuff we both watch, I think I assume, like, I we like I, I watch a lot of, like, nature things. Mm-hmm. Like, nature-y things come up a lot when you do witchy stuff. I love that. And um, I have, like, recently gotten obsessed. I get these, like, hyper fixations. Like, I just, like, you know when we read A Court of Thorn and Roses and we were, like, obsessed with it? This yes. is my new obsession. <laughs> Girl, I support. You know, we have these discussions all the time how we just get yeah. obsessed with things. And we're yes. so supportive of this. Like, I'm all for yes. these obsessions. I don't think life is fun if you're not, like, no. obsessed with You something. have to be obsessed with something. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So my latest obsession is, and I, like, ne- I don't know. This is crazy. I feel like my personality is just shifting so much <laughs> because... I have been watching all of these videos of people who, like, live off-grid. Okay. Where they literally, like, they'll have a cabin or they'll have a homestead where they get all of their water by themselves, either from a well or, like, rainwater. And they do all of their electricity. So, basically, they don't have to be connected to, like, anything. Okay. Like, they are off the grid. They don't use public electricity, sewer... Like, oh, water, wow. anything. Like, where, nothing. Where do they live? Like, it's just kind of like, scattered wherever? So, yeah, anywhere. Like, like there anywhere. are, and I've been noticing there are a ton of people our age and, like, around, like, a young buyer age who, instead of buying a house and getting into a mortgage for 30 years, yeah. they are buying land and then building really, like, they'll build, like, a tiny house or they'll build something oh, like wow. that. And I, like... I was interested and I would watch those videos, but I kind of watched them as like, wow, I could never live like that. That could never be me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That could never be me. But then I fell down this rabbit hole. Oh, no. And like, like I many think, people do. Yeah. Yes. Like many things. And I found this like this building method called Cobb. where it's this ancient building method and it's just stone no it's um sand and clay and straw mixed together and it's what a lot of ancient civilizations use to build their dwellings Wow! and it's some of the strongest material to build a house with the the longest like lasting building is still around and i think it's like ten thousand years old or something like that that's crazy and it literally costs like a couple grand for the material so, like, you could build your dream house out of Cobb for not even, like, ha- maybe, like, a quarter, not even a quarter of the price of, like, a normal house. Oh, my goodness. So, now wow. my new dream is to buy land and build a Cobb home. Yeah, I was going to say, is this, like, is this kind of, like, segue into you, your new aspirations? Yes. Like, you... Yes. I... Okay. And it's so weird because I'm a real estate agent and I love showing people houses and I always thought I wanted a house. Like I always thought I wanted a house, but actually with them. So just, oh my God, I, this is such a ramble. We might have to cut this out and I'm sorry, but we're talking. So it's fine. Um, (laughs) the real estate market is so insane now that you can't even buy a house. You can't even buy a starter house for like less than 160. (laughs) Like that. It's like insane. Yeah. Wow. So, and I don't want to be, I don't know. I just, the, the further I get, I don't know. I just like, don't, I'm so afraid of being in debt. I want to like pay off all my debt and just live debt free. I want to be able to travel and like not have a mortgage over my head. And I think it's just so cool. I'm, you know, me, I like want hobby. I want a hobby farm and alpacas and sheep and chickens. Like I want all of the animals. All the animals are going to flock to you. You're going to be like mama. Yes. Like, yes. And like how amazing would it be? Like, (laughs) 
I, it would be really cool to live off the grid. And, like, I would do it in a bougie way because I can't, I need my luxury. <laughs> I was like, okay, so, like, I could not do it if there was, like, no, like, plumbing or electricity. Yeah, and that's actually, like, why I got in why I got so interested in Cobb because like people have nice houses like people like you can have if you want you can build it with full plumbing and full electricity and everything hey, I like and that. and it's like but living off grid is very sustainable That's true. and pr- producing your own energy with solar panels has never been easier they've never been cheaper so like it's possible and I I never thought I don't know like the idea and we talk about energy on this podcast all the time which is kind of why I wanted to bring it up everyone of course I started watching all these YouTube videos of people who have done it and who live in Cobb homes and they say that there's literally just like this inexplicable like warm amazing feeling and energy from the house I believe it you literally, to make the material, it doesn't come made. You have to make it. You literally have to mix it yourself by stomping on it with your feet. Oh, my goodness. And then you hand plop it onto the, and you build the house yourself. So, like, literally, when you're done with this Cobb house, so many people have come together to, literally, so many people have put their energy into your house and, like, built Aww. it. With, and you have built it with your hands. So, like, it's it's just so cool, and I'm obsessed, and that's my wow. new dream. I like that obsession. Hey, I'm all for that. You know, I support that so much and, and you can I'm gonna support you, you know obviously we're gonna you. need help so you can yeah, we'll have like help. a big we'll have like a cob stomping party <laughs> no we'll I'm, make... yeah i seriously will, <laughs> would love to help because i i mean i love that idea of doing that and having that lifestyle and kind of going off grid yeah i don't know if i could do it honestly like i don't know if i could actually do it but i support it and i would love to just help in any way and just be a part yeah. of this process yeah the, the thing so that I, the thing that scares me is, like, trying to get off-grid water, especially yeah. in Wisconsin when it's, like, snowy. Like, some of it scares me, but hey, if other pe- if so many other people can do it, and you don't, I guess you don't have to be fully off-grid, and you can always build up to it. Yeah. Like, you can be hooked up to electricity, and then at some point switch over to, like, solar panels or something like that. Yeah. And, it's really cool, and I'm sorry I just went on the longest tangent. You can totally cut this out if you want. Hey, you know, if we if we honestly have a short episode this time, we can keep it all in because I think that's true. The listeners need to hear this. This is so yeah. interesting, and we can make like, um, basically everyone is like you have to start small with small projects. So this summer, Andy, like just to show how serious I am, I already talked to my parents. We're going to build an outdoor pizza oven bench for my parents at their house. I love that. And the materials to like make, you can literally make like, you know, those beautiful Adobe outdoor pizza ovens that are like the dome and they have like mosaic on them and stuff. I I don't know if you, you know what I'm talking about, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. So Cobb looks basically just like Adobe. It's almost the same thing. It just has a little bit more reinforcement. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I was picturing. Yeah. Yeah. You can make one of those beautiful ovens for literally like $20. I'm not even kidding. That's insane. That's how cheap this stuff is. And yeah, so I'll be doing that. When I when we get when we get land, I'm definitely gonna start by building like a meditation hut or like a meditation thing, and then you can like we can come and do rituals and witchy things. It'll be so cool. Record in this hut. (gasps) Yes. It is. I'm putting it out into the universe. We're gonna manifest it. It's gonna be amazing. Well, I love that so much. But now that I've talked for so long, what is new with you, girl? Not, honestly, nothing. I 
have nothing really going on. Right now, I'm looking at my window and it's raining, which I'm kind of down for that. Hey, at least it's not snow. Did it snow by you? It did. We actually got more snow than I thought. I mean, not a lot of snow because it's like all melted by now. Um, yeah. But we did get snow on Monday, but now it's raining and I'm like, I love the rain, honestly. It's like, I it's know. a good vibe. I love it. All of the, we got snow. It was like, you know, the, I feel like it was maybe the last freak snow of of Wisconsin, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like every other Wisconsinite. Like, I feel like we didn't get a really bad storm this year. Don't jinx it. And I know, (laughs) I know. You just said it. Don't put that on the universe. I know, I know, I know. Okay, 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 okay. I'm not, I'm sealing my lips. Okay, no. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Oh, but yeah, no, but other, other than that, literally my life has been so boring as usual. Well. Like, nothing crazy going on. Hey, that's, you know, boring is, boring but is it's good. peaceful and calm, and at least it's not hectic. Exactly, and like, it's now that, you know, hopefully things will start opening up, and like, just counting down until I can get the vaccine, and then I'll just. Yes, I'm pretty sure I qualify to get the vaccine like a little bit earlier on March 29th or something like that. So nice. I might even have my first vaccine by the time we go dress shopping. So I'm really excited. That's so exciting! Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah but well, now that I've rambled on, um, should we, should should we, we get start? into this? Yeah, let's. <laughs> Let's segue into I, our segue. It was just so effortless, right? <laughs> oh yeah, so natural, so perfect. <laughs> um, so I am going to take it away. Yeah, as our usual always. format. Yeah, yes. as, as you probably have noticed that you, our usual format is Jordan starts off with all of the ancient kind of beginnings to our topics, and then I kind of go into more modern stuff. But we, I love this layout. I think it works really well. Yeah, I, I really dig the old stay. stuff. Ooh, yeah. I just dropped my phone. <laughs> trying to get in a better position. Yeah, I, I, I love researching the ancient stuff, and I think you're yeah. so good at finding, like, I think we're both really good at finding, like, unique stuff that I'm not, yes. ex- like, I'm never expecting to find some of the stuff that I find, and your stuff always surprises know, me, so. So I think well, we're really good. Let's do this. So this is part, this is our witchcraft part two, and we're going to be talking all about crystals. Crystals. Very exciting. So um, I'm going to start, as always, with my sources. Yeah. First and foremost, as usual, I started with Wiki. Um, good old I, Wiki. Yes, Wiki comes in clutch. I... Um, I read the articles on crystal healing, ancient Sumerians, and amulets, and then I read an article from Live Science on crystal healing, um, I have an article from Crystal Age on the history of crystals, and then in, uh, and then I have an article from Cosmic Cuts, um, which is an in-depth look at the history of crystals and healing, and a lot of the articles have similar information but it's kind of one of those things where you kind of have to like read multiple articles to like put together everything because not you know what I mean yeah totally so um I was actually shocked I didn't think there was going to be a lot of stuff for like ancient things for crystals but I was proven very incorrect that's that's perfect I know I'm very excited so um first I am going to well I'm just going to jump into it so um when I was doing my research, it, there's a general consensus that there was, we basically find the first documentation of crystals about 6,000 years ago, and um, 
Yeah, 6,000 years ago. I was thinking like maybe 2,000, like Middle Ages or something. But yeah, around 6,000 years eight years ago. And they believe, they like archaeologists, historians, everyone, believe that they were used before that. And they just really don't have like the evidence or, um, you know, the documentation. Because yeah. while the first documentation of crystals was 6,000 years ago... Um, they, um, archaeologists have found amulets and talismans that people would wear, um, that could be around 60,000 years old. Ooh. Man, Which, that is insane. every time I hear something like that, I'm like, are you sure? Have we been around for that <laughs> I long? feel like it's like a, a, like, so far in this podcast, every time I feel like we talked about like a really long time ago, both of us are just like, minds blown. We're just I, like, I can't. What? Like. I, for some reason, I know, I don't know if it's, like, the school system or just me being dumb, but, like, in my head, I, I think it's because we're told that the history of the earth is so long yes. that in the grand scheme of things, like, if you were to smush down our timeline, humans have only been around for, like, what, less than a second or something like that? Yeah, yeah. But that one, that less than a second is still an insanely long time. It is. It is. <laughs> it's crazy when you actually, like, sit down and think about it and consider that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just to talk about the amulets and tam- talismans, um, unfortunately, we have no way of knowing how or why these items were used they basically just found evidence that they were used as amulets um and talismans and amulet is a pretty blanket term um it it basically just stands for something that someone would wear either for good luck or just for looks and fashion or for status or for other mystical beliefs or anything like that Mm -hmm. and like i said um they Evidence of amulets and talismans have been found for so long. Um, Organic beads of carved mammoth ivory were found in an excavated grave in Songir, Russia. And that was the one that was believed to be about 60,000 years old. And then the the oldest amulets um, were made of Baltic amber, which, like, think Jurassic Park with the mosquito in the amber. Um, and they have been found for, those pieces of amber have been found as early as 30 years, 30,000 years ago. So it's crazy. People have been adorning themselves with crystals and natural like rocks and things like that for basically ever, which I don't know. I I just, it makes me so interested because I want to know what makes us do that. Like, know, what's in our head that makes us exactly. do that? Like, how did that come about where it's like, oh, this looks like it'd be really interesting to wear on your purse, you know, like, right. actually have on you and, like, use as almost like a fashion statement. And that's crazy to think of that long ago. Like, people, did they really, like, did they think that in their head? Like, this is a fashion statement. Like, what was going right. on in their, in their mind? And, and it's, and obviously, like, at some point it started to, and who knows, it might have been for mystic uses the entire yeah. time. We don't really know. And it's crazy because it's like these these similarities in these things with human history, it, it starts before we even have like communi- like written communicate. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just crazy yeah. that we have it. But um, to go more into crystals and crystal healing, mm-hmm. um, the first documented use of crystals comes from the ancient Sumerians, and that's around 6,000 years ago. So still very old. <laughs> Yeah, and Sumer, uh, 
I just wanted to provide some information because I've heard of Sumerians, but I don't really know anything about them. Mm -hmm. So Sumer is the earliest known civilization in the historical region of Mesopotamia, which I'm sure you've heard of. Yes. And that is, um, what I didn't know is Mesopotamia is now what we know as southern Iraq. Okay. And I didn't realize that literally, like, civilization started there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize it either. Yeah. I think we have, as Americans, such skewed views of the Middle East. It's really sad. Very unfortunate. It's really sad that we don't learn about ancient civilizations because that's where it really all started. And it's it's actually incredibly sad because ISIS has blown up almost every, like, original building from that time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It sucks, but that does. Um, that's where that's where the um, the ancient Sumerians Sumerians were, and um, they used crystals in magic formulas. I couldn't really find much on what these like magical formulas or practices were. It almost sounds like alchemy. I mean, it sounds very close. It does. It's yeah. not, it, it's um you know, I I think that that too they were having trouble finding documentation, but they were using it for mystical purposes, mm. and then. The ancient Egyptians are very famous for using um, stones and crystals that are still commonly used today in crystal healing, including lapis lazuli, which is one of my favorites. Hi. Hero's here to record the podcast with me. Oh, Hi, bud. <laughs> um, lapis lazuli, turquoise, cernelian, carnelian? I think it's cern- carnelian. Um, yeah, it like, yeah emerald and clear quartz to create jewelry and grave amulets so they would sometimes like they've dug up mummified bodies that have um like amulets and crystals placed on the middle of their forehead to help guide them and protect them when their spirits in the afterlife um Ancient Greeks believed crystals were imbued with powers from their pantheon of gods and they were actually uh Greek is where we get the name crystal because it actually means ice in in ancient Greek and they believe the reason they call it that was because they believed clear quartz was heavenly water frozen so deeply it had become solid and held power. Ooh, oh my gosh. I know. Sweet. That's a cool concept to think of. I know. I ancient Greeks were like just the most creative. Like yeah. I don't care if any of it's real. Like I love all of their same. No, honestly, same mythology I, yeah. and everything that so, yeah, they so came my up favorite with. of mythology is the best. Oh yeah, me the too. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry if you can hear a bell in the background. By the way, um, I'm pr- I think you're gonna be able to hear it on my mic, but <laughs> it's just my black cat. It's my little familiar. He sensed the witchy dog. energy. Yeah. Um, so, um, other cultures that also um, heavily used uh, crystals for healing and um, mystical purposes were ancient China, the Aztecs, the Maoris of New Zealand, which are the native people of New Zealand, Native Americans, and many more. It's just that I couldn't really go all the way through all of them. And I thought it was really interesting because the more I researched, um, it's kind of crazy because even though most of these ancient civilizations had absolutely no connection or even knowledge of each other at the time. They still held a lot of the same beliefs on certain crystals. Um, For example, both ancient Chinese and ancient Aztec cultures believed that jade could be used as a kidney healing stone, and they both came up with this on their own. Like, they didn't have contact with each other, and there are a lot of similarities like that. 
So that just like adds another element to it because it's already like just the thought of like crystals and like all different properties and what they can do. And then it just shows that it's all connected, even if right. you don't know it, like you said, like it just so it and puts it on a different level. It definitely reminds it. me of like everything we've talked about with how similar, no matter how different um, religions are, when you really break it down and look at every religion, it's almost, the, it's, it's basically this, it's almost always the same like basic concept that there's yeah. this like ever present energy or mm-hmm. God or creator. And there are so many things similarities in these beliefs even though they're very different so yeah I just think it's really cool um so kind of going back through the history of that obviously ancient um these ancient civilizations used crystals and amulets for a very long time and then um a very common story that we are used to is that um this kind of went away because the Christian church got involved um, around 355 AD, amulets were banned by the Christian church because they were connected to false prophets and other deities that weren't, you know, Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but gemstones did continue to play a very important role in society. Um, sapphire was the favored gem for ecclesiastic, ecclesi, okay, hold on. I know how to say this, ecclesiastical, ecclesiastical ring. It's a hard, yeah. It's, it's been like a long time since I've been in church, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would have known it for my confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ago. Yeah, so even though the Christian church banned, like, amulets and stuff, they still really loved, they had, like, a thing for gemstones. They would use, like, sapphires for ecclesiastical rings, um, Marbotus, the Bishop of Rennes in the 11th century, even claimed that agate or agate, agate would make the wearer more agreeable, persuasive, and in favor of God. So even though they banned amulets and like all of this stuff, um, there are even like mentions of the Bible of certain um, crystals and gemstones, and it is present in Christianity, which I thought was yeah. very interesting. Mm-hmm. And going forward, um, in 1609, Anselmus de Boot, I'm so sorry if I pronounced that wrong. That looks right. Uh, court physician to Rudolf II of Germany suggested that any virtue a gemstone had was due to the presence of good or bad angels. Uh, the good angels would confer a special grace to the gems, so their their powers or mm-hmm. whatever. And then the bad angels would tempt people into believing in the stone itself and not in God's gift bestowed on it, which I thought was really interesting. And I really wanted to break that down because I think that's something... I mean, I remember that being something even they would warn you about in Christianity um, was... Mm-hmm. When you're even when you're praying to the cross, you don't you don't uh, imbue the cross with the power. You know what I mean? You yeah, you yeah. you know that it is from God. I don't know how to explain it that well, but basically he was arguing that um, the bad angels were kind of trying to make people think that the crystals were the ones with the power and the innate power, but really it was God. That I don't know. It's very confusing, but. No, I it's, totally yeah. It's yeah, basically like don't don't put your faith in a in an object. Like you have to put your faith in God and blah no, blah blah. No, totally. That's like <laughs> such a common yeah. It's such a common thing within that. Within yeah, and I it's like, but I yeah. I think that's interesting too because when you 
I don't know, when you think about a lot of energy things, um, you're connecting with like this energy power. You're not mm-hmm. connecting to anything physical. You're supposed to be yeah. connecting to something higher than anything fit on the physical plane. So it did, I don't know, I feel like it kind of, that idea sticks around. Yeah. Um, but later in that same century, a man named Thomas Nichols expressed in his um, faithful lapidary, and lapidaries were um, influential, like, scientists of the time would have uh basically a lapidary was kind of like a journal or a guide to what they thought crystals did um and his faithful lapidary said that gems as inanimate objects could not possess the effects claimed in the past and then um that was what really stuck so through the age of enlightenment the use of precious stones for healing and protection really began to fall from favor in europe and people really stopped um doing that as much mm-hmm. as they were it, it really wasn't happening anymore and then this is my last point because I'm bringing us all the way to modern times we saw the resurgence of crystals in the 1980s with the advent of new age culture and um, that was you know the use of crystals and gemstones began to reemerge as a healing method and much of these practices and much of the practices that are Um, like most of how we view crystals now were drawn from old traditions, most resembling the ancient Chinese belief of qi um, and then Hindu belief of chakras, which are both um, the idea that we have energy centers in our body and we Mm -hmm. need to balance our energy to be healthy and functioning and crystals can help us do that. Yeah. No, I feel like that's like, like when I think of crystals, I always think of, you know, those practices and I think of that too, using them to sort of yeah. keep this balance and like maintain that for sure. Exactly. Like I've always, and, and when you, when you talk about, um, when you're like, and I'm sure you're going to talk about this, so I didn't really want to cover like how crystals are used, but it like you can create, they talk about creating an energy grid around yourself with crystals yeah. and yeah. putting, you know, different crystals match with your chakras and things like that. And, um, I did just want to touch on because I, you know, me, I definitely like, I'm a, I try to be a, I try to be open while also being a skeptic (laughs) because I am a believer in science a hundred percent. And the general consensus is that this is a pseudoscience, that crystals don't have an innate like ability or power. However, it, there is a very strong placebo effect, um, that has been proven. So I think I mean, honestly, with most things, it's like we've said, it's all about your mindset and it's all about what you believe to be possible. So when you believe to be possible that this crystal is helping you, whether it's helping you connect spiritually with something or helping you feel better, helping you um, eat, like anything that you're doing for your crystals, if you truly believe it's helping you, it's going to help you because yeah, that's yeah. the power of your mind. Well, that's a common thing with a lot of things too. It's, it's all about the personalized experience of a lot of people because it's like, what are you getting out of it? And it's not like there's a certain set of rules and you have to, like, everyone has to be the same. And that's why it's just so individualized because it's all about what you're getting out of it, what you're putting into it. And it's not about like trying to compare yourself and everything like that. Exactly. So. And I think it's, I mean, I think that really leaves it open I mean, I feel like that makes it more accessible, too, and yeah. a little less, I don't know, a little intimidating. less, yeah, less yeah. intimidating and less, yeah. I don't know, it, it's one of those things where I get it, like, 
when you go to Earthbound and you look at the crystals, other people walk by and they're like, oh my god, that stupid person is just looking at rocks. And it's like, yeah, they probably are just rocks and they probably don't do anything. But if something is like calling out to you and you're like, wow, that really inspires me to be more creative or that really inspires, like, or yeah. I, I'm going to use this every time I want to like, no matter if they work or not, if you believe it and you're putting that intention into it, it's going to do something for you. Yeah. So that's all that matters. you have all the power and I think that's really cool. Me too. I love that so much. Um, well, now that I've brought us to the 1980s, Ooh. do you want to take it away yeah. with the new age stuff? Yes. I'm just pulling up my research here. It's been a while since I've had a <laughs> document, so I have to remember all that I had. Um, but I'll start with my sources as well. I just had a few articles here. I had one from energymuse.com about gemstones, um, one from healingcrystalsforyou.com about moldavite, and an article from Multiply. Yes. An article from WPHealthcareNews.com about the healing benefits of crystals. And then an article from W magazine um, that kind of goes into how crystals have been more in the mainstream light and just how people have become more obsessed with them in the modern times. So yeah. I'll just Yay. I'm so excited. But I loved your section, and I'm just so happy that because I did not know about all the ancient stuff, so that was really interesting I, too. I my mind was blown. I don't know for some reason the older something is, the more excited I get about it. <laughs> it's really exciting, but yeah, I I definitely love that a lot. And now it's cool to like look back and see like when you think about crystals, and you can like really think about where they actually came from and how people were using them way back then. Because... Yeah, and the thing I think about too is what are people gonna. Th- what are people going to say about our culture using crystals in 60,000 yeah. years? Like, what are they going to exactly. know about us? I don't know. Which, so maybe yeah. they'll be listening to this podcast. <laughs> One can hope. Hi, um. hi sociologists and archaeologists. Yeah. We, we know we're your most important people to follow up with. So you're yeah. welcome. Well, that kind of segues really well into what I was going to talk about. Because, like, in the more modern times, as we kind of talked about a little bit at the end of your section, the popularity of crystals has really risen, I feel like, especially within the last, like, 10 years, like, 5, 10 years. Yeah. It's become a major part of our culture for many different reasons, whether that be for, like, decoration, healing purposes, meditation, or any other reasons. I feel like people have just sort of gravitated towards the energy that they admit and the overall unique beauty that each crystal has and presents. Um, And so I kind of just decided to talk about a few crystals. There are so many crystals out there. and I know. If we could talk about all of them, it would be amazing. But I just picked a few that kind of are my favorite or that caught my eye. Well, I was looking at my articles, and I'm just going to talk about kind of their properties. We can and... definitely do, like, a social media roundup of, like, here are hey, all can. of our favorite crystals, and here here's what their properties are and stuff, so. No, that'll be perfect. Yeah, I just touched on a few, um, and then I kind of go into some healing proper like, healing properties and what, you know, why people use it for healing, and then how the crystal craze has risen and how people are utilizing them today. So to start, I thought I would kind of talk about the process of choosing crystals because I feel like that's super important um, for someone who's getting into crystal use or someone who's like showing an interest in it. Just like the process of choosing it is such an important part and there's many different ways you can go about that and one is um, astrology actually. So depending on what zodiac sign you are, there could be certain types of crystals that resonate better with Mm. your overall spirit or energy. Oh, exciting. Yeah, which I didn't go into detail. I mean, I I should have looked up, because I'm Leo and I should have looked up 
Girl, you are not Leo. You take it back. (laughs) I'm not taking it back. I am a Leo. Emma's a Um, cancer, everyone. I'm not. I'm a Leo. Yeah, I I totally – I understand, though, because technically – I think I told you this last time. I was born too late, and I'm technically, according to my birth sign, my birth chart, I'm an Aries, and I am not a fucking Aries. There is no <laughs> way I'm an Aries. But at the same it's time, because that's like me, because I I am a Leo, but I'm. Only I think like at the same. I think you're a really a good week? like mix of oh, both. Like I can definitely like when that's I. That's probably why I'm on the cusp. Yeah, because I'm on the cusp of definitely like cancer. and and I can relate to Aries things too. Like I think. I think that's why you are on the cusp because you're yeah. definitely, you definitely have Leo stuff, but you are like, I don't know, you're way more humble than most Leos that I know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've heard, I've heard a lot about Leo. There's like different sides. So I'm yeah, just I saying, I, I, I would take it as a compliment that I see you more as a cancer. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I, I'll just end it there, but I, yeah, yeah. I like my well, we'll to, earth sign. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to go more into in depth with our astrology and like our zodiac because yeah, with the crystals, the def- depending on what you are, I guess different, which I've heard about two different ones resonate better with you, like different types of crystals. Yeah. Um, so like when you're choosing them, you kind of like if you go towards those. Yeah. Like your intuition, help. just like when you're choosing tarot yeah. cards. Exactly. Um, so that's kind of one way to kind of go about choosing. Another one is intention. So it's kind of important to think about what your intention is when you're choosing your crystals um, so that all the energy can be directed in that direction. And so you're choosing the appropriate crystal because it's all about what, like we said, it's about what you put into it and like what you're, you know, feeling and what you're drawn to. Um, And because, you know, finding the crystals is an experience for the individual. Mm. You have to find what works for you, what feels the best, depending on your intentions and what you're planning to use them for. I mean, you don't have to, like, use them for really intense purposes. I mean, if you want to, you know, for different healing methods or meditation, like, that's amazing. But if it's also for, like, more of a decoration thing, an aesthetic thing, like, that's totally fine, too. They're so pretty. So, yeah, it's, like, such an – it's not, like – it doesn't have to be intense because I feel like crystals – there's like this stigma or like stereotype. And I'm, I honestly yeah, think it's, it's like an innate thing we're, we're like born with that goes back yeah. to our ancient roots because when we're little, like when I was little, I, cre- I collected rocks like crazy. Yeah, like I, my mom had to like sit me down and I was older and be like, okay, like we need to do, like you don't need all these rocks. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. I'll get rid of them. But, like, when you're little, when we're little, like, we have this desire to, like, forage and pick up sticks and Mm -hmm. um, really cool, like, nature things and feathers. And we're, I don't know, I was obsessed with finding shiny rocks and crystals and things. So I think there's something to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I totally agree. So uh, before I get into, like, specific crystals, I kind of touched on the different types of crystals like in general like the categories they fall under okay and kind of the meanings of those um so these are just some larger categories that crystals fall under so like you if you have you know the certain individual crystals you can like piece them together into these larger groups um so the first type is like a raw or rough crystal so these are left in their natural state from the earth and they allow for a deeper connection, which makes sense if, you know, they're left in their natural state, they're more, you know, right to the earth. And so what you like for utilizing them, it can be for a lot of more like deeper purposes. 
Um, another is the cluster or geodes, and these are hollow forms that are filled with crystals, and this type has the most powerful frequencies and can have calming or purifying effects. And another one is slices, which are thinly cut cut and polished, and they showcase the marbled bands um, that make the structure of certain crystals. And they also kind of have a peaceful and calming energy I love those. I love the agate ones. I know. Um, and then the last one is points or wands, um, which the shape is pretty self-explanatory there. And they're also used, um, as healing tools and can transmit energy really well because of the shape. So they're kind of in that wand, you know, pointed shape. So I feel like it'd be, those are very easy for healing practices. Uh And yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting because I've heard about, you know, like the raw, I think raw or rough. And like geodes and stuff, but I just, rough I guess and I ready. <laughs> rough and ready, yes. That's your catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> rough and ready with crystals. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I just now I picked out a few examples, a few crystals out there that are my favorites, and just kind of I was drawn to because they're just really cool and they're really pretty. I wish we could like we'll have to post pictures, but. Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna post pictures, and I'm, I want to, I don't think I want, like, I don't know, I don't want to grow a collection, because I'm trying to be less of a consumer, (laughs) (laughs) but I definitely want, like, there, I have, like, a bucket list, I guess, of, like, crystals that I want, like. Hey, I love my, I have my crystals from you and Josh. (gasps) Yes! I have them, and they're just, they're my favorite. I have to remember to charge them. It's also, like, and when the full moon comes out, it's good to charge yeah. your crystals and for I, many reasons. I totally messed up when I said that the full moon was March 9th. It's March 20... What? Wait. Oh, hey, I want to get it right. It Hold March, on. I thought it was March 31st. Hold on. Full, the... full moon. Excuse my typing. Um, March 28th. Oh, 28th. It's okay. called the worm moon because it's spring. So the worms well, start coming out and stuff. So I think I we should definitely have like a little... Um, we should definitely do like a little get together and do a ritual. I'm going to, I have like a really cute, um, water jar kind of thing and I'm going to, I'm going to make moon water for the first time so we can do stuff. Well, that's perfect. We can charge the crystals and the moon water. Yes, Um, yes, yes. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So um, one of the crystals that I picked out was rainbow obsidian. Mm, I love that one. And its main purposes are healing, letting go, and resilience. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a quote from the article I took. It's, for anyone experienced loss or grief of any kind, Rainbow Obsidian offers comfort and solace to help you heal. Um, it also allows you to bring your emotions to the surface so you can acknowledge them, release them, and fill the space with love and light. So, yeah, I, I just it's very uplifting because it kind of allows you to, you know, think about all the stuff that, you know, bad stuff in your life or any grief you have, and like, it allows you just to kind of let go and reflect on it and try to wow. get to a better place. I need that. So. <laughs> I know. I'm like, bring me this rainbow obsidian, right? <laughs> Please bring it to me. But- I need to, I need something. I, like, legit need, like, a medium or something. I just want to talk to dead people. Thank you. Same. I'm, I'm all for that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, another one is bloodstone. <gasps> Ooh. And the main purposes are courage, vitality, and energy. Yes. This is a lot more, like, not positive, but... Get shit done. The other one was positive, too, but this is more like, yeah, like, let's get your... Get you your don't need to be up. healed. You need to get going. Yeah. 
No, definitely. It, it's definitely it's a stone of uh, both physical and creative movement. So it kind oh, of like perfect. stimulates that. I need that too, I guess. You, <laughs> yeah, I know. It gets your mind, body, and spirit all like on the same level. Like you're, you're like more upbeat. It makes you kind of like ready to like take on. I love that. <laughs> And it helps with, like, self-esteem also and, like, just the overall courage, which I, yeah, I definitely need a lot of that. Yes. So bring us the bloodstone. Another one is phantom quartz, and this is for growth, transformation, and evolution. So honestly, like, I could, I want all of these, so. Mm-hmm. They all sound wonderful. <laughs> Maybe there is one that I don't want. Yeah. Um, this one is, it helps with kind of when you're, like, going through life and you want to get to, like, your next step. Or, like, your next level, it helps with that. So it kind of, like, helps you shift your mindset. If you are kind of stuck in kind of a, a rut, it kind of helps you break through and just kind of carry on with your path um, and build on that. So it kind of just inspires you to embrace big changes and not be scared to, to move on and transition hmm. into new experiences. Thanks. So another positive. Yeah. And then one more I chose was tree agate. Is that how you say it, right? I think it's agate, but I'm not. I, I don't know. I've heard like everyone pronounce it differently. Tree agate. I yeah. Mm-hmm. What I <laughs> sounds and, right. <laughs> this is another kind of courage building one, um, and also attracting wealth. So you know what? Bring that on. Yes. We need all the wealth, and <laughs> I can't wait for us to be rich and live off grid in such luxury yeah exactly <laughs> we'll, we'll have all we'll have tree a gate by the bucket load yes it'll be great we can just but like yeah, find like natural crystals on our land we, hey that's a good idea mm-hmm. um yeah like so like i said there's so i mean i was like scrolling through pages and pages on this article but yeah if you're interested in crystals just go out there there's just so many out there to find well i was gonna um, tell you the site that you used um energy muse i think you yeah. said you used that um i've actually gone on energy muse before because i've Ooh. typed in like what crystal do i need test and yeah. they actually have if you go to energymuse.com dash um crystal well it's it's not a dash. What is that little line called? I have no idea. That little slanted line. It's energymuse.com with a slanty line and then crystal slash oh. test. And um, it literally, like, it'll bring you to this page where it has just all of these pictures of these beautiful crystals. And it says, take a look at all of the crystals and note which ones your eyes linger on. Click the four Ooh. stones you feel most attracted to. Don't overthink it. Trust yourself. And then once you've clicked your four crystals, you hit next and it tells you what they are and what that means you need. And then it recommends like product, like That's the so crystals cool. that you can buy. So if you want a cool test of like testing your intuition and, yeah. and seeing, you can click four crystals and then see like, oh, hey, like when I did it, I was like, oh, yeah, these are perfect. Like these are exactly yeah, what I need. Point. So it was okay, cool. I'll definitely do that. Yeah, it was a really cool, yeah, the article, like all the crystals I was finding were amazing. It was a cool yeah. website. So yeah, I'll have to go back and do that for sure. I love quizzes, so. <laughs> Me too. I, yeah, I could do them all day. Honestly, I do sometimes. I like, I do one and I just keep going down. Oh, yeah. Me and... too. <laughs> 10 hours later, I have, like, 500 <laughs> quizzes. Same. <laughs> uh, all right, so I it's time to talk about Moldavite because <gasps> yes. we just have to talk about this. Um, because I know you brought it up last time, and then I did some research, and I was just – it was very interesting. So Thanks to TikTok Moldavite, once again. Yeah, thanks to TikTok. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this wrong. It's a, a tectite. Yeah. Wait. A tectite. Um, a stone of intense frequency, frequency and high vibration. Mm. Um, and it's said to be from a meteorite, possibly that had been crashed in the Czech Republic somewhere. That's awesome. So I just yeah. love that. I mean, one of my Very other obsessions is space and like the universe. So yeah, I want. So this... I don't even want moldavite. Moldavite for like its purposes. I just want it because it's a meteorite. Exactly. <laughs> like it's from. It's it just and that like that in itself is just kind of. It's, it's scary and also exciting to think it's about. It's so cool. But it's a naturally... So Moldavite is a naturally green crystal, and it has a powerful ability to create transformation. Um, in ancient times, it was thought to be a mystical stone that could bring luck and fulfillment of wishes. Uh, but I feel like when, it, you know, when anything has to do with bringing you wishes, it always, you know, can have some bad... Mm-hmm. Some bad, you know, bad energy around it. So just kind of be careful when using, for sure. Yes. Um, cause I mean the energy on, like around Moldavite is so, you know, said to be so strong and... It is not a beginner crystal. <laughs> no. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's main purpose, like I said, it's, it's kind of there to help promote change and awakening. So, um, it's just super intense and... And basically if you go on TikTok, it's just a bunch of people like sobbing <laughs> because, um... Yes, it's going to bring change and it's going to be good change. But to get to that good change, you're going to have to lose the bad things in your life. Yeah. And that for Shut a lot of people, layers. for a lot of people, that means um, getting broken up with, like a relationship ending or someone leaving your life or yeah. losing your job. Like it can be really negative. Just really intense, in the yeah, moment. Really intense things. And yeah. I know I, I don't have TikTok. Like I really couldn't find a lot. Even on, I tried on YouTube. Um I couldn't really find a lot, but I did just look up stuff online about people's kind of experiences with it. Um, and I kind of, A, like, put together a little list of, like, just similar things people have experienced. Um, yeah. But first of all, like, some of the physical reactions that Moldova can have um, are tingling in the hand that can spread throughout the body, heat mm-hmm. flush in the face, intense heat is is felt um, when the Moldova is either worn, like, if it's in, like, a necklace or a bracelet or something. Mm-hmm. Um and the tingling reaction is commonly felt in the t- in the chest and h- over the heart chakra as well, which um, is so crazy because green is the um, the heart chakra color. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize mm-hmm. that. Wow, that's so interesting. I know more that than I've ever wanted. Scarier. I know more than I've ever wanted to know about chakras because <laughs> my sister does Reiki. <laughs> I love that. Um, that's really scary. That it's, that's that's the green one is for the heart though. Mm-hmm. And this is Moldavite. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so these kind of these physical reactions can get kind of intense, so people are usually cautious when using it and just because of how intense it is, like I said. Um, also, I didn't know that the stone is apparently thought to be known as the Holy Grail Stone. Ooh. Which makes kind of, it makes sense because I just, I feel like Moldavite is kind of on another level than some of and the other crystals. And it makes, yeah, and I mean, like, it's literally, like, from the heavens. Like, yeah. Like, it's an asteroid, so. yeah. So, okay, some crazy Moldavite experiences, just like what people have, a lot of people have experienced. Um, people feel, like I said before, um, the physical reactions, but just really intense. One person, or actually, no, this is a handful of people, now that I think about it, said that their thought processes changed, so they kind of had this, like, almost drugged feeling, lightheaded. So just kind of what I imagine if you're, like, really high on drugs or something, like, they kind of had, like, that drugged feeling. And also, astral traveling was another thing. Um, people kind of lose sense of what what reality is and they also stopped having dreams which that came up a lot too in hmm. stories they stopped dreaming that's so um, interesting because like 
a lot of the stuff that I was obviously it's TikTok, so anyone can make shit up. Yeah, so exactly. I yeah. I would take your research over TikTok, but a lot of people were like, oh, I had to put it, I had to literally put it away because I had such intense dreams. Really, where they were like going. Kind of like the astral traveling, where, like, they yeah. were going outside of their bodies and meeting mm-hmm. their spirit guides, and it was getting really crazy. That's interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of the ones I came across, yeah, it was either astral, this astral traveling component, or just not have your dreams at all. Like, it was just, they would go <laughs> for so long with just nothing. Which, like, makes sense, because if it's if it's helping you, everyone's going to have, like, a different experience yeah. with it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of a, another popular one. Another thing that a lot of people have experienced were... Things breaking. This one was kind of scary. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how if these are really real or not. I, I mean, it'd be interesting if they were. But things breaking down or being affected if the moldavite is placed near them. So like some people had like computers or any electronics would just break down. Weird. Or, yeah, which is really strange. And it just kind of plays into the intensity because like when you have moldavite, you kind of you're facing that darkness of your inner self, and right. moldavite can help you find ways to to bring needed change in your life. But like we said. But, a lot of scary kind of more intense things comes along with that. But I guess everyone, you know, just had similar experiences. And, and like, some people just had it, like, on their nightstand or some people were wearing it. I know people, um, like, took baths and had, like, they did, like, a meditation and had it in the bath with them. So, that like, sounds amazing. Yeah. So just different experience and different ways to wear it or use it or store it, so mm-hmm. to speak. But, yeah, it just really scary. Moldavite is... Very intriguing, but also scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's terrifying. Um, all right. So I'm almost down to my last points here. Um, so I didn't really go in, in crazy depth with this, but just I kind of wanted to highlight some of the healing benefits of crystals and how they can be incorporated into your life, um, just in case anyone was interested. Obviously, there's so many articles and research on this, but if you if you want it more in depth, then I would advise to like, go online and just look things up. But crystals can be used to align the spirit, body, and mind. And a lot of these benefits center on a theme of promoting all-around healthy and thriving self. So crystals can be utilized in daily life um, to help focus and recharge yourself. Um, So just a few examples of how you can use them for healing benefits are um, they promote calmness and immense self-sense of relief. They improve your energy, overall energy. They enable you to acquire love and give. Um, relieve stress and anxiety, improve your creativity, alleviate tiredness and headaches, boost your motivation, help you with moving on, boost mental clarity, strengthen your relationships, and improve your overall self-confidence. So, I mean, a lot of these things are obviously, these crystals aren't going to, like, just change things for you overnight. And like we said, like, depending on what you believe in, you know, they might not do anything, but it can, mm-hmm. they can just, crystals are, you know, there just to kind of help you on your journey and they can be used just as a, a step to achieving any of these. Benefits. Yeah. The way I see it, it's kind of like a little, um, I don't know, like getting assistance, I guess yeah. <laughs> with oh, like, yeah, totally with your mindfulness and your manifestation, because, I feel like a lot of people, especially, like, our generation, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people feel like they don't have the power within themselves, so it's helpful to believe that something else does and to kind of, like, I don't know, to set your intention and set your energy and Mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, whether it's the crystals or your power, and I think Mm -hmm. it's probably both, like, it's it's all about your mindset. Yeah, definitely a combination of that, because the crystals, like, take... They allow you just to kind of like step back and 
take yourself out of yeah. like in this and connect situation. to something that's like natural yeah. and make sure yeah like create more of a balance like we keep you know like the balance mm-hmm. between your spirit body body and mind and they're just there to help and it's not like it's this thing that's like oh my god like it's gonna change you overnight it's gonna make everything right. better and like a snap but like no it's just they're there just for you to allow yourself to kind of step away and it's just like an alternate way to approach healing yeah so, i love I that that's pretty awesome yeah so with all of that crystals like i said have become more of a sensation in our modern world um and it just i feel like it just keeps growing and growing especially with more social media exposure and all that um just another component to kind of share crystals and what they do um so in more modern times people have been using crystals more frequently um and sort of a crystal aesthetic has become a popular thing and as i discussed before crystals are used for various healing practices and meditation but other than that crystals have also been incorporated in things like fashion and the entertainment industry um and they sort of make a statement with the unique color and look so crystals definitely are used in many different ways and the aesthetic has been built up now more than ever i feel like and i i don't know i just feel like it's it's not uncommon to know someone who either carries crystals with them decorates their house with them or even you just utilizes them in everyday life as sort of a ritual i mean i just feel like i know a lot of people especially too it just it's more popular now and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are proud to use them and I think it's very exciting and also positive because of the fact that there are so many different ways to use them and like we say with a lot of things and we've said before with crystals um, that it's just all personal so it's like your experience and what you want to do what you want to bring out and I think it's really cool just how it's used throughout our world today yeah and it's industries yeah I think it's awesome and and it's used for so many different things. Like my, yeah. um, I'm thinking of my my uh, mystic, spiritual witchy sister. Um, she, apart from being a Reiki master, she's also um, she's like the highest yoga instructor, whatever you can be. Yeah. And she got her um, like full certification in a workshop in Peru. And, um, the building that they did, like, she was basically on this, like, retreat, and, um, they had, like, all, um, it was, like, very natural and sustainable stuff, obviously. Like, exactly what you would think of of a yoga retreat. And in their, in their, like, yoga practice room and meditation room, they had a huge circle cut into the, like, huge, um, cut into the floor, and then a massive, I don't know if it was clear quartz or celentine, um, but it was a huge, I think, clear quartz crystal, and I mean huge, like, wow. like, like, what they're actually sized as is insanely yeah. big. <laughs> um, That's so cool. Probably, I'm trying to, like, think of something that would be, like, like, if you hold your arms out in a circle in front of you, this is how big this thing is. It's insane. That's, that is, And wow. it's, and there was, like, a basically it was built into the ground and they practiced over it and she said like you could feel your whole body buzz when you were by it and oh, I just thought so it was cool. so cool I love that yeah it just it's just such a cool crystals are just in general are just so there's so many different ways mm-hmm. just to incorporate them in your life and experience it and 
yeah, I just, that's why I loved that we did this topic because it was so fun to just I honestly didn't think it was going to be that it. interesting. I was like, oh, we're not going to be able to find that much stuff. And then I was like, oh there's my so God, there's so there. much. Yeah. So, I mean, I honestly, like, you know, we say, you know, whatever you believe in and whatever, there's different levels, but it's just kind of fun. I mean, if you are interested in getting into crystals, like, don't be intimidated or anything because as we've said, like, there's just... You can basically use them for anything, and it's just go and do it if you want because there are worse things can open to up collect. So many doors. <laughs> yes, and exactly. and if you don't want, if you don't have money or like, you know, like something that yeah. I've seen a lot on witchy TikTok is like you don't have to have money to be a part of this. You don't have to go and spend your money on things. No. You can go out into nature and go look for rocks. Like, That's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. you can go look. If you're in state, there are a lot of states where you can find like crystals, like look up what crystals you can find, where you can find them. You can go, I've been, um, Andy makes fun of me, but (laughs) I have two, um, like really long sticks from, we go to the baby, like wildlife sanctuary all the time. Yeah. And blue bolts. And I have like two really cool sticks that I call like my wands that I just have like, (laughs) I just have them displayed on the shelf that I have up in our room because I think it looks really cool. Like I think they look really pretty. And it's like, it has the energy, like, I don't know, it's just the memory kind of, of, of going there. And I, I kind of like say like, oh, you know, it has the, it has the energy of the place in it. And it means a lot to me. And when I look at it, like I feel you know, it, like, boosts my mood and it reminds me. Yeah. So, like, go out into nature and find your own rocks or crystals. Like, you can totally exactly. do that, it'll too. Be a whole, it'll be a whole experience, too. Like, it's yeah. going out and getting, soaking in all the fresh air. And it'll mean so much more because you didn't buy exactly. it. And the one thing I wanted to say, too, that I kind of forgot was, like, just be careful where you're buying your crystals from because yeah. a lot of them, just like everything, is mass-produced <laughs> in other countries and then they're not actually real crystals they're just like copies of crystals my favorite places to go are Etsy because they usually tell you exactly where they source their crystals and they're very cheap like crystals on Etsy aren't I think there are so many sellers that they know that they can't overprice it because if you go to like we have a we have a crystal shop like here in Appleton and the crystals are I mean insanely priced like so expensive So you don't have to spend all your money if you want to get into crystals. And just so you know, I did look it up. Earthbound does source their crystals, like actual crystals. Because I I was like, there's no way that Earthbound... I was like, well, Earthbound is probably like mass-produced crystals. No, they... Like everything at Earthbound is ethically sourced, so... Yay! Well, that's good. That is good to know. Yeah. Yay! Well, that's exciting. But, wow, this is a... This is a really fun episode. It was so fun. We kept it just almost under an hour. I'm very proud of us. Hey, look at us go. We're, <laughs> We're getting better. We, we are getting better. No, I. this is really fun. I'm glad that we decided to just do this type of topic where we really focus in on something. And Me too. And it's not as broad as some other things. So. Me too. And so remember, um, we, will, we will let you go now that we've been here for a while but remember <laughs> to follow us on instagram at witches brew pod with two v's baby don't forget those two v's um we will definitely post different like pictures and guides to crystals um because we know yes. there are so many out there we obviously can't cover all of them but 
I know we did, we did like a sharing guide too of like different um, sellers a really long time ago on Etsy. So maybe we can yeah, share some people because they have really cool crafts, like really cool creations you can get that people make with crystals and stuff like that. So yeah, so stay tuned and check it out. Stay tuned. And then for, for next week, um, I was thinking, because we've been talking about this for a long time, mm. instead of doing a bonus episode with stories, do you want to do a bonus episode on our favorite yes. horror movie, like all about us? Okay, yeah, I know we've been talking about this for a while, and I every time I think about it, I get so excited, because we definitely need a whole episode yeah. to just dedicate it to all of our favorite things, whether it be store, like yes. books, movies, all of the above. Yes, we're going to talk about all the cringy books we like, and all of them are A Court of Thorn and Roses. Yes, and then um, and the movies. I'm so excited to talk about movies with you and shows. Oh my god. I, okay, this is really stupid, and it shows my privilege because I haven't lost anyone from COVID or had any experiences with it, but honestly, one of the worst things for me about this year was that, like, no new movies came out, and, like, all of the movies and shows got canceled. Yeah. I'm such a, like, oh, I love them so no, much. Same, same. So, like, I literally almost cried when I tagged you in that horror movie, like, I, poster yeah. trailer. Yeah. So I'm so excited for all the movies to start coming out again. Me so, well, yeah. So, yeah, I, make sure you tune in next week to yes. hear more about, we are going to give you the download. We, I cannot you know, wait for that. So we are horror movie aficionados. Yes, we are. Um, We're going to get into all of our faves. And I think it's yes. perfect to dedicate a whole episode because rather than try to just like rush and try to like talk about it at the beginning of each episode or our favorite things, let's just dedicate a whole yes. humongous episode. So I'm so excited. So stay tuned. But other than that, right. I think that that about wraps it up. It does. Thank you so much for tuning yes, in. Thank you. Thank you. Go visit us on Witches Brew Pod. Listen, Email us. Like, subscribe, listen. share, blah, blah, blah. I Tell feel like this is like, about it. this is always the weirdest part because I, I just feel like we're just screaming at people every week. Like, I know. Listen, <laughs> share. <laughs> subscribe. I mean, you don't have to if you don't want yeah, to. We're not forcing but... you, but we would, we would appreciate it. <laughs> All right. We'll let you go. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.